Welcome to the South Mims U podcast, and in this episode, we're going to talk about animals and death. Specifically, what's called death wisdom, which is the understanding of a being that they, or it, will eventually shuffle off this mortal coil and, well, either go somewhere beyond this mortal realm or just cease to exist altogether. I'm here at the small South Mims Zoo, which is popular with local children because it includes many of the animals they like to look at. There are rabbits, gerbils and hamsters, and an eccentric collection of Australian rodents, including the bush rats, plains rats, the golden-backed tree rat, the spinifex hopping mouse and Gould's mouse. There's also a little cage here with a label on it which reads Pseudomis. I admit that it's a rodent I've never heard of. With me is the curator of this charming zoo, Caspar Muscat, who is also a specialist in the subject we're discussing today. He is the author of the forthcoming book, The Lucky Ape, Why Animals Are Happier Than Humans, Death Wisdom and the Plight of Man. Now that's quite a long title for a book, isn't it, Caspar? The longer the title, the more serious the book. That's my motto. And before we talk about your theories about animals and their understanding of death, why all the Australian rodents? I mean, South Mims is a long way from the bush, isn't it? It is a long way from, as you rather condescendingly put it, the bush. Australia is much more than the bush, but I'll let that pass. My uncle trades in rodents. He lives in Australia, and he gifted these specimens to the South Mims Zoo to improve relations between the two countries after Brexit. Oh, um, what have Australian rodents got to do with Brexit? I don't know. My uncle Gianni has his own strange logic, and I wasn't going to look a gift rat in the mouth. The kids love them. We have a wombat arriving next week. All right, so uh, you also have some interesting research going on here at the zoo, don't you? Yes, the zoo exists to serve the university, of course, but we make a little income by charging a nominal fee to the kiddies, well, to their parents, uh, and that helps us do our work. As well as small animals, you also have some large ones, specifically a group of chimpanzees. In our ape house, yes. We have chimps and a family of bonobos. And they've been part of your research into um, an animal's understanding of death. They have, specifically one female ape, Gloria. She's a remarkable ape. Um, Let's go to the ape enclosure and you can meet them all. Oh yes, I'd like that. Okay, so we're in a large enclosure which has a fair number of trees. Uh, There's a swing set over to the left, some ropes hanging from the boughs of a couple of, I think they're oak trees. They are, yes, they're oaks. And there's a sand pit as well as a climbing frame, also has a ramp. To the left is a shelter and access to the main building where research is carried out amongst the apes. Yes, that's our suite of rooms for the apes to be observed, as well as our lab and a couple of offices. So, uh, which one is Gloria? Oh, Gloria isn't out playing with the others at the moment. Oh, why not? Because she's, well, she's a bit depressed right now. Depressed? Do apes get depressed? Apes feel emotions just like we do. In fact, they are capable of very sophisticated emotions. But Gloria is feeling low because, well, because she lost her partner. Her partner? A male ape called Wayne. Oh, they were a couple? In so much as apes have mates, yes. What happened to Wayne? Wayne died 
of natural causes. He injured himself diving off the climbing frame. We think he was trying to impress the, a new female addition to the group, Tanya. Chimp called Tanya. Yes, we try to use simple names. The kids like it when we use names they recognise. I see. So the death of Wayne was quite auspicious in a sense, I suppose. Auspicious? What do you mean? Well, given the subject of your book. Are you implying something? No, 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 no. Uh, what would I be implying? That he was pushed. No, no, that thought didn't even enter my mind. He wasn't pushed. He fell. Well, I'm sure he did. So, to get back to the main subject of our discussion, how did his death help, I mean, contribute to your research into how animals conceive death and mortality? Well, let's go inside and see Gloria, and I'll explain. Yes, that's a good idea. This way, and, and please try not to mention Wayne. I mean, don't say his name. She doesn't like it. OK, right. So this is the space where we engage with our subjects, and there, in the corner, is Gloria. Uh, she's gentle and curious, but like I said, she's a bit reserved right now. OK. Hello, Gloria. Dear listeners, I'm about six feet from Gloria, who is um, a well-groomed adult chimpanzee. She's sitting in the corner of the room, tracing her index finger across the uh, whitewashed brickwork of the wall. There are some toys around her, including what looks like a baton. The kind of baton um, a cheerleader might use in a parade. Oh, that's her favourite toy. She's really good at twirling that. You can get closer. She's very, very gentle. Right, well, um, <clears throat> I'm moving towards her. Uh, she's looking at me now. She has a kind but sad eyes. She does look sad, Casper. That's because we have managed to teach her about her own mortality and the mortality of every other living thing. How did you do that? It was a complex process, but we recognised that Gloria was different to other apes here at the zoo. She was the most intelligent and the most curious. So we decided to try and communicate the idea of death as something which was both finite and inevitable. That's what you mean by death wisdom, is it? Yes. Uh, Gloria has come toward me and she's examining my clothes and uh, she's touching my hair. I'm afraid I haven't got much of it. I'm lucky it's not a toupee. Uh, she'd have that off you in a flash if it was. Your own thick head of hair is uh, in no danger, I suppose. Well, I don't want to go that close to her, for a very different reason. But that's not the issue here. Now, Gloria is interested in my microphone and recording equipment. So, th what we did was start with the basic idea that animals don't have the same ideas about death that we do. Well, do they understand what it is? Animals understand that something is dead. For instance, they know that their prey, once they kill it, is dead. It doesn't move, it doesn't breathe, it's inert. They understand that as a basic concept. They also understand that other members of their species can die. For instance, a squirrel that comes across a squirrel that has been run over by a car and become roadkill is inert. It is no longer a squirrel in the two sense, but they move on. They don't grieve. But there have been reports of some animals grieving. For instance, there is a story of an orca whale that gave birth to a calf, 
which then died, but the mother kept pushing the dead baby around for weeks on end. We don't know if that was grief or instinct. It might have been something to do with feelings of some kind, but to call it grief is a bit of a stretch. Apes do the same thing. A mother whose child dies will keep hold of the body for some days and even attempt to feed it, but then will eventually discard the body, or it will be taken from her by other apes in the peck. Well, isn't that grief? It's probably some kind of emotion. Apes are, of course, relatives of our own species, and so they have a capacity for emotion. Tenderness, sympathy, compassion, and, of course, anger. They are territorial, which means that they have group feelings. So, yes, they have feelings, but the difference is that they probably don't have what we call death wisdom. Well, you'd better define it. Oh, Gloria is... Uh... She's twirling the baton. She really is an expert at that. Amazing. Yes, she is extremely dexterous. I bet Wayne was proud of her. No, I, I told you not to mention his name. Sorry, it just slipped out. Sorry, Gloria. Castle, stand back. Stand back. Oh, I, f I feel so bad. I'm, I'm really sorry. Just stay very still. Oh, now she's touching my arm. She's stroking my hand. Uh, yes, she can see that you're sorry. That's, a that's amazing. I am sorry, Gloria. She really is. Well, she really is very sweet, very gentle. I do feel sorry about what... No, don't say it. She's looking at you with, well, I'd say daggers. I don't know if that's quite the right word. And now she's cuddling me. It's like she's protecting me from you, Casper. She's just acting out her instincts. She's very gentle with me. I, I feel safe. Explain a little more about death wisdom. Okay, so death wisdom is the knowledge that all living things die, and that then means that you too will die. You are mortal. Death is the end of life. After death, the body does not reanimate. Well, some of us find it hard to comprehend that fact. We know it's true, but we put it out of our minds. Yes, well, that is the human condition. Animals don't have that capacity. Their brains can't comprehend it. Are you sure? We're as sure as we can be. We're as sure as we can be. Frederick Nietzsche wrote that animals live unhistorically. They only have a narrow conception of time. They are alive. Others are alive in the now. And then others die. And then nothing. At first Nietzsche thought this meant they were dumb. But then he realised that their lack of death wisdom meant that they were better off than humans. It was sweet ignorance. Animals don't worry about death. Of course, they understand that if a predator comes into view, that's a bad thing. They have experience and understanding of that, but not the fundamental concept of death as the end. Humans understand it, and many get depressed because they understand it. Exactly, though we tend to just not think about it. We don't exactly deny it, but we put it out of our minds. So, why did we evolve this death wisdom? That's a good question. Oh, Gloria is playing with the baton again. 
I think she's trying to tap out a beat. Oh, actually, she likes jazz. Hold on, I'll just put on some, uh, put on some jazz. She soothes her. Hold on a second. Casper has gone to the far end of the room where there's a small hi-fi system. There we are. She does like the music. It's amazing. Okay, well that will calm her. So the theory is that humans split from their ape cousins at a point when their brains were capable of understanding what's called a theory of mind, which is the point where you understand that other people have thoughts and feelings and preferences just like you do. Babies develop it in their second year, usually. Animals don't have a theory of mind? They do, but not as fully as we do. The real difference is that humans then evolved the capacity to understand why they have a theory of mind and the curiosity and mental ability to then work out what it means, what it's useful for, and how that helps them work together in groups to survive and to develop societies and technologies and so on. That makes sense. It's what some call the why capacity. You mean W-H-Y-Y or just why? Yes, W-H-Y. Why things happen, what they mean, how they work and what they're beneficial for. Or, on the other hand, why it's bad and why it's not something that should be eaten or done or touched. So the death wisdom is a byproduct of that why capacity. You could argue that it is, but some argue that it's important because knowing that you will die, that you are mortal, spurs you on to do something that will last, that will be there after your death. Having children, inventing things, creating great art, that kind of thing. Right. That's fascinating. Of course, it can also lead to bad things. Murder, wars, fascism. Some might even include religion in that, but I think that's a bit extreme. Well, we don't want to get into that. No, 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 best not. So, how did you get Gloria here to understand all that? It was a long process, but the crucial point came when, well, that unfortunate accident happened. Oh, the death of... Yes, yes. Oh, I think she knows what we're talking about. She might be intuiting uh, that we're talking about um, her loss. So, are you saying that she's depressed because she's more like a human now? Now that she has a certain amount of death wisdom? Yes, that is what we, what we believe and, and it's what my book is about. It's going to be a real breakthrough if that is true. Your, your book will sell really well, I bet. Well, we're hoping it does. Yes. It's a very well-produced book. Hefty. Lots of pictures. Oh, please, please don't open the book. Why, uh, look, there's a picture of you, but, but you're bald in this picture. We're, we're changing that, we're changing that. How did you get such a fine head of short, thick hair? Well, a transplant. Please, please, could you give me the book? Give me the book. Uh, Gloria wants to have a look. No, 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 don't let her open it to the pictures, please. Uh, uh, here, Gloria, give it to me. No, no, just, just take it from her. She's determined. Uh, she's seen a picture of herself at... Oh, dear. Is that Wayne? We need to leave. We need to leave. She's... She's looking at your picture, now she's looking at you, back at the picture, then at Wayne's picture. Something's happening in her mind. No, just, just drop the book. We've got to leave. She's in front of me now. I, I, I'm off. I'm off. I have to go. I have to go. Oh my god. No, Gloria! No! Oh my god. She's taken that baton. Oh my god. Someone call an ambulance! <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
Well, dear listener, you might have seen the story in the papers, but if you didn't, let me explain. Gloria became a sensation. She took revenge on Casper, who, it's alleged, deliberately had Wayne killed as part of his research into whether apes could acquire an understanding of mortality that was similar to the way that we, as humans, think about death. And yes, he was right. But his methods were... Unethical. Casper is still recovering from the surgery he needed to extract that button from... Well, I think you can imagine what Gloria did with it. And what of Gloria? Well, she's helping us produce our podcast now. Now that is a breakthrough in understanding the intelligence, empathy and beauty of the animal kingdom. Isn't it, Gloria? Goodbye.